Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the process of getting approvals for even very simple projects. We're talking about a project that recently received full approval to move forward with construction. Even in cases where zoning is not changing and no new buildings are being constructed, it's possible that site plan application results in a review of similar scope as a major planned use development. Some areas are more difficult to develop than others due to the simple physical attributes of the site. Property in question is in Winter Haven, Florida. This is the site of our next industrial outdoor storage project. I'm pleased to report that this project has reached full approval to move into construction. Winter Haven, like much of Central Florida, has a lot of lakes. I mean a lot of lakes. In areas like that, the soil is very sandy and the water table is often only a few feet below the surface. And that presents some special challenges from a design standpoint and even from a regulatory and an approval standpoint. When we started the project, it seemed like a simple project. Erect some fences, add some lighting, wire some security cameras, pave some surfaces and clean up a couple of existing warehouses. The final approval for this process took more than a year and involved multiple jurisdictions. The Southwest Florida Water Management District was one of four levels of approval required for the project. The existing warehouses are old buildings and we had simple plans to clean them up, add some partitions on the interior. Needless to say, it was surprising when those buildings would need to be redesigned to meet up-to-date approval from the fire marshal or be demolished. Each level of approval seemed to experience weeks and sometimes months of delay with each submission. And each time a design proposal was made, the time to complete the iteration of the design and resubmit seemed unduly long and almost glacial in progress. In areas that have so much surface water, stormwater management takes on a special importance. The theory in civil engineering is that Mother Nature was perfect in how the land was constructed on this planet we call Earth. That relates to all of the natural elements that interact with the sun, the sky, the water, the vegetation, and the animals. It's when man interferes with nature by constructing buildings and paving surfaces that the natural order, and likewise the flow of water, gets altered. The ground is permeable and it accepts rainwater. In nature, we don't call it flooding, we call it a lake or a river. It's only flooding if it's not supposed to be there. If the natural ground is sandy and unstable, it's because nature meant for it to be that way. Building structures require soil stability that might not be available in the natural environment. So engineers often stabilize the soil with crushed rock that once compacted produces a very stable substrate for building. It also offers a permeable surface that will allow rainwater to go through it. And if those soil compaction and stabilization techniques are not enough to support the weight of a building, you might need to drive piles down until you hit a stable substrate. Industrial outdoor storage requires drive surfaces for heavy trucks. Gravel would be the ideal substrate for many of those improvements. But this part of Florida has no bedrock and therefore no rock quarries. Crushed stone is imported by rail from the state of Georgia. Naturally, the cost of crushed stone is higher than it is in other parts of the country because it's being transported over such a large distance. Crushed concrete is less expensive, and it's also excellent for stabilizing soil conditions. But crushed recycled concrete has a tendency to interlock so effectively that after a period of compaction with traffic, it starts to become less permeable, and therefore it creates water runoff issues. This would require the design of a stormwater detention pond. This would require the design of a stormwater detention pond to capture the excess runoff. We had to work with our civil engineering team to create a model of how the rainfall would interact with the site both before and after construction. 
Turns out there are residential homes on the same street, and it would not be acceptable for the construction of our project to have the side effect of flooding the residential homes across the street. These are all just natural steps in the process that we often encounter on many of our development projects, and this is a simple one. Now, as you know, our development company, Y Street Capital, is very active in the world of storage, among other things. I'd like to invite you to an educational session where we're going to do a deep dive on this subsegment of the storage asset class called industrial outdoor storage. The webinar is going to be on Tuesday, May the 16th, and there's a few time slots to choose from. There's an afternoon and an early evening time slot in the Eastern Time Zone. If you'd like to attend the webinar to learn more about industrial outdoor storage, click on the link in the show notes where you'll have the opportunity to register for the information session. It's going to be a relatively short webinar focus primarily on educating you on the various factors, metrics, and requirements of the industrial outdoor storage segment. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.